Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Waffle House. It's just me and Steve today. How's it going, Steve? What's going on, man? I'm good. How are you? Now, now when I say that it's just me and Steve, I actually, uh, I mean, we're going to have a special guest That'll be coming on in about 15 minutes. But uh, Joanne Joanne is not with us today. She canceled, she, she canceled on us yesterday. And uh, her excuse was, I can't do the pod tomorrow. I'm very busy and I'm recording the Sean Walsh pod. I'm recording a podcast with Sean Walsh. Yeah. So just, yeah. just, just to make it clear that uh, Joanne picked Sean Walsh over us. Joanne's found another man, basically. Yeah, the so, here, so, but th- that is just that is just just a factual rendition of uh, of of Joanne's reason for not doing the pod. She is doing a pod with Sean Walsh. So today it's me and Steve and a special guest who will be coming on at twelve o'clock. But I told her to wait fifteen minutes because we have some Irish shit to get, get out through. of. The, well, <laughs> only only because this Stephen Donnelly thing is really taken off. Oh, Stephen Donnelly. Oh, because of the... Go on. Did you not see... Have you, Steve, what planet are you living on? Did you well, not Well, I know you always say that to me, but uh, I've, I've been reading all the news. <laughs> um, maybe I've been a bit too uh, fixated on Belarus at the moment, but Stephen what, Donnelly... Steve, what? Steve Belarus! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> there's a fucking... There's a revolution happening, but anyway... Yes. I, I, I understand there's a revolution, yes. but there's a pandemic happening, and Stephen yes. Donnelly... Stephen Donnelly was defending opening the schools and yes. he he said that i did see this yeah 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 yeah. and he, he compared he said basically everything has an inherent risk driving on the yeah. road has an inherent driving risk a car. but more importantly he said jumping on a trampoline has an inherent risk that's right yeah he started off with that like kids jumping on the trampoline yes i did see that this morning yeah, yeah. jumping on the trampoline has an inherent risk <laughs> I, like listen I, I i i get the argument he's tried to make but it's not the argument yeah. to make right now you know, no, like th- thousands of people dying. You don't go like, hey, listen, every time our kids get on a trampoline, there's a chance that they'll have a spinal injury. Like, that's not where people's heads are at right now. No, especially with what the, the amount of horseshit that is coming out from the government at the moment. That's the last thing that they needed saying, like the amount of stress that the country is under at the moment. And he's on about fucking trampolines, man. It's just like, yeah, but I think that's why I blanked like, it. I watched it was like, oh, I'm not even fucking watching this anymore. I know. But I mean, the point is that like, yes, there is a risk of a kid getting on a trampoline. But when that kid fucks up on the trampoline, 10 more people mm. don't fuck up on the trampoline. Like yes. he doesn't, he doesn't then spread his mistake to like 10 more people, <laughs> possibly kill his grandmother because yeah. He landed on his heels and came down badly on a trampoline. You know, like it's such a dumb, it's such a dumb, especially when you're a politician. It's like, you know, people are going to jump. And then he was, you know, because people always use that, like there's inherent risk when we get on the road. That's why we have seatbelts. And it's like, yeah, we get that. But again, it's like that risk doesn't get exponentially worse. The worst case scenario for a risk on the road is that a mistake you make on the road actually includes 
other people, a couple of other cars or a pedestrian. And that is a, that is a genuine tragedy. But the, the knock-on effect of that ends at the end of that accident in terms yes. of the spread of it's that not tragedy. Contagious. Not contagious. Yeah. Not going to start fucking ramming into cyclists all of a sudden. Like, it's just- Yeah. Not to mention that like, it just requires the, 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 the confusion around the, you know, the people that, you know, the stuff that you can do. I got distracted by the dog, by the way, in case people wonder yeah. why. Hey, Flynn. Yeah. yeah, Flynn's out in the other room. Flynn, shut the <laughs> fuck up. But uh, the the confusion between sort of like the things that we can't do, but now the fact that we can go to school, it just doesn't add up for people. No, it doesn't. And and also like sporting events versus cultural events indoors. And then they had to re- come out a second time to redefine the cultural events and that theatres can go ahead. But, you know, but then there was comedians on to Stephen Donnelly going, does that, what about comedy clubs? You know, blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. And the GAA were kicking off yesterday as well. They want an official meeting with the cabinet to be explained why they can't have their sporting events going ahead. It's it's pretty I, honestly, what I, out here what, at the moment. What I don't understand is why they're being so rigid with outdoor events, but somehow describing theaters and cultural institutions and schools as controlled environments. Like where is, where is this sense of indoor control environments being safer than outdoor events? Like it's clear as day that like, for example, New York's, New York's transmission rate is down to 0.24. Like New York's super fucking low, but everything is outdoors. Like nothing is happening indoors, hardly at all. Like, Mm. so I don't understand why, They've gone like they've gone backwards on outdoor. They've obviously gone backwards on indoor too. But they're giving these passes to schools and to cultural institutions. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm, that affects me. You know, it keeps me out of work for longer. But at the same time, it's like this. This to me, it seems like they they're they're weighted towards taking risks on certain things that I just don't think are that important. Schools are obviously very important, but the risk is just so huge. Mm, yeah. That's what, and that's what this government's priority has been from day one is is getting the schools back. That's what they're saying, and that's the UK were the same as that. They were talking about the schools, the schools, the schools, and yeah, it's hard to it's hard to add it up, and it's hard to to make sense of it all. It, it seemed that we were doing such a great job until we got to this this point, and it's gotten more complicated now. And now it's just turned into a fucking car crash this week. It's crazy, man, and the tension is out there on the streets, man. Yeah, it's, it's they they, they needed they needed to have their messaging together, and it's just not. Yes. And yeah. to see Stephen Donnelly's egghead, and I've interviewed him before, and actually, I, I was quite impressed by him. You know, but, oh, I remember. Yeah, on this is Ireland. He was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I actually I thought he was quite good. Uh, that was before he switched to Fianna Fáil, which was a great disappointment. But God, he was so bad with this one. Like I understand you make that mistake. You find yourself sort of making a dumb argument. But like you got to back out of that one. You got to be like, excuse me, I, I don't think that's a good comparison. Like you got to step out of that, especially when the interviewer pushed back and was like, "Are you comparing?" I can't remember exactly what she compared, but she was like, "Are you?" I don't think she said, "Are you comparing trampolines?" I think to the she said something along the lines of like, "I I don't think that's maybe a helpful analogy." But in, the, in regards to the pandemic, you know, and the risk assessment, he was like, "Well, there's risk in driving a car." Was his retort to yeah. her trying to st- to re-steer him? Pardon the pun. But, yeah, but also yeah, like, like also like wh- wh- you know, where is this controlled environment that they're thinking of? Like, what? How? How are you not like everywhere? schools have gone back there's been an increase like all these colleges in the states are all shutting down after opening up for just a couple of weeks like i don't know why they don't think if there's virus out there that suddenly it's going to start spreading these kids are going to bring it home obviously it's going to be a spreader mm, yeah. are we just, and, and 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 i i completely understand the argument if you basically want to say that this inherent risk is worth it 
you know? But in the end, it's not going to be worth it because once it starts going up, everybody wants everything to shut down anyway. And we know that. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Like, like we've been here before. The minute it starts going up, everything's going to shut down. So why are you going to allow that to happen? I don't understand. I think they haven't addressed, because before school has even happened, we're having problems with cases going up, and they haven't addressed the root of those problems yet. You know, like, so the factory situation, the, the socializing is the big thing at the moment. Around the world, it's 20s, 30s, and 40-year-old people that are ones that are spreading this shit. So, you know, it socially is the issue here. So uh, let's deal with that first, I think, before the school situation. What, but, did, you, I don't what, know. Did, you, what did you think about the, the D2 situation? The Berlin D2 the, oh, the, fuck me. And the funny thing <laughs> is I, I follow Jess Brennan. Jess Brennan has been on The Shift, actually. And I yes. follow her. I quite like her, actually. Was that her night, was it? That was, yeah. She, it was her post on Instagram that caused all the problems. And oh, I saw, right. I, before there was drama, I saw those posts and I was like, holy shit, Jess. Like, this is not, I, 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 I really thought, like, you, you are misreading what you should be posting, you know? Uh, but so everybody there was, everybody who was in that video the barmen, the people dancing around are misreading the whole fucking situation, man. Well, They're one of them stupid. is Marcus O'Leary. The DJ is Marcus O'Leary. Do you remember him? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> the DJ, he used to do comedy. Now he's like this, yeah. this big DJ, you know. Yeah. And I, I, I was laughing because they're all sitting there happy. And listen, this is, I, I, I like all these people. So I'm, I'm not yes. like shitting on these people. But I do think that like, first of all, I don't think they should have done it. But certainly when they were doing it, they should have kept it on the down low. You know, yeah. I mean, I remember in the early part of the pandemic, like I wouldn't even let people know I was like going to a shop. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want people to know I was doing anything. I didn't post anything where I was like next to another human being. And I took me wrong. I wasn't doing anything super risky, but I was ultra, ultra paranoid that I looked like I was in 100% isolation all yeah. the time. So the fact that they're like having a fucking rave, basically, like, like how, how could they not think like maybe we should just like tone this down a bit? I think there's something going on with the generation of the younger people, though, because I've just come back from town and uh, and two different shops I was into, the people not wearing masks were... Really? I can only assume college students. Yeah, yeah, that age. Yeah, and not, not wearing masks in the shop. And it's like, bro, I like, and, you know, <laughs> you're they're fucking not, fuming inside, bro. It's not cool. It's not, they're not cool. The not wearing masks things, I don't get it. Also, you know how to, you know how to fucking They're not dream. wearing masks, buying cigarettes. Just <laughs> that as well. Like, fucking but morons. I had a dream. I actually had a dream last night that I was in a shop without a mask. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I've done this. I felt so bad. I, like, I literally yeah. had an anxiety dream about yeah. not wearing a mask. That yeah. and, and like mask wearing, like New York has been really good at wearing masks. And their transition transmission rate is super low. They've, they, they paid attention to that fear that they had from this incredible outbreak they had in March and April. And like, it's so effective. I don't understand how people are not just like wearing, like always wearing masks. In Ireland, especially because here you understand it because Trump created this atmosphere where wearing a mask was a political statement. But how yes. the fuck in Ireland, where people are like proud of the response that they had, how are they not wearing masks? It doesn't even make any sense. It's crazy. And and we and honestly, everybody's done such an amazing job, but it's fallen apart. Now, you have people on the radio yesterday with the whole GAA situation, people from GAA clubs giving out that their matches can't go ahead with supporters. But then you have three other people, supporters of GAA clubs going, there's fucking people coming up to the gar club with ladders climbing the walls and just fucking like, and no social distancing or any of that kind of stuff. So, like, and there was more phone calls of people doing that than the one guy who's saying, we're doing it all right. So it's, people are just like, it's, it would seem are just letting go of the whole thing and the whole, letting go of the whole responsibility. It's, it's disappointing, really. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, I'm sure Jess Brennan ended up. She'll probably, in the end, no publicity is bad publicity. I'm sure it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of worked out for her. But you know, yeah. Listen, it, it it it's such a, it's such a head fuck. Mm. That mm. Uh, and it's it's tense, bro. It's tense here. <laughs> the fucking tensions out there, man. In every shop, my daughter's really? supposed to to start preschool uh, in a couple of weeks, and it's just. Uh, no, they're they're going through they're they're going through a lot of work in this particular school to maintain like social distancing, the cleanliness going through like letters your brand new clothes every day washed. You know these are the only people that are going to be with your kids at this certain time. Oh, really? Parents are not parents are not allowed into the room, and you have to queue up social distancing wise. You have to collect your kid at a certain time, etc. And it's all staggered when the kids go into the room as well, and all that. So there's people are putting a lot of work into it as well, you know. So, um, and that's stressful for everybody. I can't imagine what people working so, in schools are going through. So, are you confident then that your 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 daughter's going to be able to go into the the crash? At the uh, at the moment, yeah. At the moment, it seems like it's going to go ahead, but I'm supposed to start a course as well in three weeks' time. But they don't. Uh, I literally emailed them yesterday, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't know what's happening." <laughs> what, what what's the course, Steve? What are you going to do? It's a it's a. I, th- I thought I said before, it's a university access course. So it's like a a general one year. I think in the states, it's like community college. Oh my god, dude! You're that's a panic. That's a fucking panic move. Why? <laughs> Just, you're going back to college, dude. I'm not even going back. I'm going to. I've never been. <laughs> so, um, so, so listen, go. we got uh, we got a special guest coming on very shortly. Uh, so when Amazing. when when Joanne dropped out, um, I you know I just I like having I like having like at least one woman with us. You know, Absolutely. like I, I I just don't want this to be like a guy chat. You know, no. Uh, and that's we kind- love the girl chat as well. I was saying that the other day. We, you and I, love the girl chat, like and the gossip and the gossip of the girls and all that. I do, anyway. yeah, I yeah, exactly. Place. I mean, right. that's and that's the vibe, and it's been great with Joanne. And like, by the way, you know, I'm 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 saying that about Joanne because I really want our listeners to put her under pressure to to be around because yeah. it's it's that's what we're working on here. We're working on this Absolutely. trio, so that is yeah. a call to arms for our listeners to hit. Absolutely, Joanne hit Joanne hard on Instagram. Her, <clears throat> yes, Joanne McCauley like, comedy annoyer. Uh, you, you know, if you got Joanne, you got to be there with the guys. The guys yeah. want want to hang out. Hanging, don't leave him hanging. But make uh, Instagram video stories and tag Joanne and all of them saying, Please, Joanne. So, I wanted to get a, a, a lady guest, and uh, I asked Deirdre O'Kane actually, but uh, Deirdre, well, she got back to me this morning, but she hadn't got back in time. So, then in a, a, in a, in a moment of, uh, of desperation slash desire, I asked uh, Hannah Burner. And I'm not going to make it a secret, but Hannah is the 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 recent object of my affections. What? So, I oh, no yeah. idea. you did know, but uh, so anyway, Hannah is uh, is coming on now in a sec. We're just I'm just waiting for her to uh, to log in. But I was thinking because we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about like our relationship or anything. Uh, she's just like she's she does her own pod. She has her own pod, burning in hell. And uh, she's always on other people's pods, so she just likes doing pods. So I just said we'd have her on because she's been asking me a lot of questions about. She's been asking me a lot of questions about Ireland, like Irish slang and stuff like that, and uh, you know, just like um, she watches Love Island. Like she's watching Love Island at the moment. She's in a situation where she's kind of like she's a little bit stuck. Which I, which I can't talk about, but anyway, as a result of watching Love Island, she's been asking me all these questions about like slang from the other side of the Atlantic. Although I made very clear to her that the UK and Ireland are two different entities, so if she slips up, 
she did Get not light, heed, she did not heed my warning <laughs> but anyway i said we come on and like teach her a bit about ireland and then uh, she wants to talk a little bit about the difference of dating uh, between the generations you know mm, and uh i'm just admitting her now she's just there waiting she's joining amazing and, uh, this is uh we'll see we'll see if it works out i know that where she is the wi-fi is is rubbish so uh, we'll see if she actually has a successful connection as, as we wait here. This is the, a moment where you need a producer, you know? Uh, <laughs> there there, there she There she is. That's Hannah. What's up, boys? Hey, Hannah. Hannah. How's it going? Nice to meet you, Steve. Nice to meet you. It's funny meeting somebody for the first time on Zoom like this. Nice. nice. To meet you don't you. have to, like, you can just get out if you want. Just press X if you need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sure. So, so this is Steve Hannah, the guy I was telling you about. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. We discussing you. His, his mother's from Argentina, Hannah. Which is very different, Des, as you were pointing out there, to Spain. Yeah. It's like the difference between Ireland and England, Hannah, which I'm sure you're very well, well aware of. I got prepped. I got prepped for two hours yesterday. Ladies and you gentlemen, like just so, so you know, she's, she's wearing a Wolf Tones t-shirt here. <laughs> she's, Steve, don't be doing jokes she's not going to get. That's not fair. Des didn't yeah. care anything I did. He was like, you can embarrass yourself in any way, but... Do not fuck up this <laughs> England UK shit. And I was yeah. like, I wasn't listening, so I'll probably mess it up. He's got to be safe when he gets home here, you know? <laughs> so, Steve, anyway, Steve for, looks ahead. like he'd fit in in Brooklyn, like Thank at like you. a, a microbrewery. He just a couple tats on his arm. It's a bit of me, all right. I've got the tats. Yeah, I'm a barista. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, he is actually, Hannah, he is actually a barista. Oh. Yeah, he fit in very well in Williamsburg. He's got he's got he's got Brooklyn credentials and he also has a kind of a life coach vibe going on. So he's got the whole oh, thing. <laughs> Des keeps saying I'm gonna be a life coach. Are you Des, does Steve help you with your life? Me and, oh. Steve, well, me and Steve have very honest chats, but actually myself, do, and, yeah. myself and Steve have not like spoken in depth about about you. We've only just the stuff we've chatted to on the pod. So I haven't actually had like a deep chat with Steve about you. And by the way, I did tell the listeners, you know, who you are. I didn't. I feel it. like mm. this is a trap. I feel like this whole thing has been a trap. <laughs> Anna, it's not, a, it's not a trap. It's not a trap. Honestly, Why did you fucking take so long to text me back last night? No, just <laughs> <laughs> Steve is going to be like, okay, there's some issues we need. To just- okay. So mommy and daddy are going to leave you guys to it. No, <laughs> you say that every week, by the way, uh, your, 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 your pair bombers have been listening to the podcast pretty hard and leaving a lot of, uh, leaving a lot of great reviews for us. Do you, you want to, do you want to send a message via our podcast? So, so Steve, I did this like nightly Instagram show called Giggly Squad with me and my friend because we missed stand up and we just wanted to perform at night and it became like a full on cult of like the same girls who at 10 o'clock would be on their phones and we talked about our personal lives a lot and then finally I went on a date with Des and Des, I told him, I said, once they find you, it's game over, like they're they're going to be so very invested. So she was like, oh, whatever, whatever is fine, whatever. I'm with Flynn. I don't care. Duh. I like this new Des. Oh, she does. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, before you keep going with the story, can you can you do a go on, do it, do it, do a Des, please. Oh my god, now I'm nervous. No, come on, do a Des. It's okay. fine. 
me and Ado, you know, we're having a good time, but, you know, Flynn, he keeps, it's a witching hour, he doesn't shut up all day, but, you know, I want to, I want to, like, I'm feeling emotion, you know, and I haven't felt this in a long time, and, like, I just feel very fortunate that, like, I met someone, you know, but honestly, like, I just, you know, I love this <laughs> podcast, I love talking shit, I just, but, it, yeah, Hannah, she's different, <laughs> this girl's different, she's really different. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't even. We can't, someone's, we can't even. Someone's, someone's been living in this little waffle house anyway. <laughs> we can't even lie because we can't even lie because I, I've been very honest on the podcast about you. So I can't even pretend that I'm not like completely hooked, you know. But I go on this li- my live, and Dez leaves a emoji with hard eyes. Yeah, but that was a, that was actually it. an accident. Like I literally had no idea that I did that. Well, that's that's the generational gap. Yeah, it was an accidental Accidentally touch. Pre- <laughs> And the giggle was like, like, I don't know. I don't know what this Insta live. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) You have to hold it far away from your face to see it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. So they found him. That's that's the tough thing when you're older and you're 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 doing, uh, you know, you're going down in a woman to find the clip. You have to keep far away for a while. to get. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you doing? What what are you doing? It's like, oh, I just wait. I just need to get it. Get a bit of focus before I head in there. Yeah. He's put your glasses on <laughs> i need to put my reading glasses on put on the readers put on the readers says <laughs> get down there now don't forget your readers <laughs> why, why why do you call your reading glasses liquors oh it's a long story don't worry about <laughs> sorry go ahead babe sorry to interrupt no it's okay that you're so, so cute with your old eyes so um, we're on we're on giggly squad yeah so we started calling him Caddy Daddy because I was very about like keeping him private and he loves golf. We play golf. He's he's the older man, Caddy Daddy. And Des loves it. He's like, hey, Caddy Daddy's here. I'm like, okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to hear about your fucking sex life, guys, or what you're dressing up as. No, role no, play. no. These are texts. These are texts. I know they're texts. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you should just join in. It's, oh, it's a good ooh, time. Hey, Hannah, Hannah, what? fucking what? watch it right now. What? That's He's all for handsome. this week, ladies hey, and gentlemen. You know, <laughs> hey, Steve, you want, you, want, you want to know the truth? I, I, she asked me about losing my virginity story. I told her my losing the virginity story. She got fucking jealous. I was 14 years old. She got fucking <laughs> jealous. And here she is flirting with you right in front of me. She's trying to act like, like she was like, why don't you just fuck Emily then? We, ha- we all nagging. have good chemistry nagging, here, guys. Come we on. have good chemistry. Anna, here. You, you, it's incredible. It's perfect. I know. Listen, you 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 belong. You belong with the Irish because actually the Irish get the cr- you 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 have the crack in you. That's that's how we bonded. You have the crack in you. You didn't even know. I've had a lot in me recently, oh, but geez. um, I feel. <laughs> I've, but Des is yeah we're doing the caddy daddy thing and I'm being very protective of who he is despite him commenting on the pages no it was an accident you know I didn't comment on the page I made one accidental heart just cause it's an accident doesn't mean it didn't happen Desmond yeah I know but I'm just saying I didn't mean it anyway so then I start getting messages from the gigglers being like Des is going on these like long speeches about his feelings for this new woman on his podcast no first they found first they figured it out <laughs> they are hard you, no you first, first you've jumped ahead first they figured it out because you breadcrumbed you said by the way he was on earlier so you let them know to go back and look cheeky monkey oh yeah I was being what does cheeky mean cheeky's like uh, being um, like bold or uh, naughty naughty, naughty. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm very cheeky sometimes. Yeah, cheeky. So you you, you breadcrumb. You let them know that I had been. I on. just said I'm disappointed that they didn't figure it out because there have been clues. And then after like two minutes, they were like done, done, and done. Don't challenge us, Des Bishop. We got it. And like and if you now- go, Steve, if you go on this, they have this Facebook page, this Geekly Squad Facebook page, and they're like, <laughs> look, he likes playing golf. Look, he's in a golf shirt. Like they figured it out so quick. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. They know the immersion routine off by heart, Des. <laughs> but but also I, I laugh so hard because when I'm dating a guy, like if you really watch my Instagram, it's very apparent. Like I love cats. I, I post, I have like five cats. I love kittens. I love soft, innocent, sweet animals. And then I'm like, if you want to adopt a pit bull, swipe up. <laughs> if you want to adopt a pit bull. No, I like cats too. Adopt I like cats too. They're nice. <laughs> and my friend is like, who are you fucking that you're posting pit bulls? And I was like, don't worry about me. Don't worry but about me. But She said it was, no. off, it was off brand for you. It was off brand. But no, De- I really like Des and I have a big crush on him and I'm lucky to have met him. So... Well, that, that, she read that again. Fucking hell. She's fucking cheeky PR at the end. <laughs> Look at her. Well, because we're, you know, we're, we're proper in deep. So, but, but, so we're happy, we're happy that the, the gigglers got involved and uh, they very much got into the gossip. But you actually haven't, Hannah, you haven't listened to those apps, right? I've listened to, I listened to the first one, like a part of it, but you were very like, I'm not in love with her. I'm not doing all this stuff. I just, I'm interested. Like, you know, I'm interested in seeing where it goes. <laughs> that was that was that was like you hadn't disappeared. And then you told me not to listen to the one about like you. Oh, because that was like I haven't fucking slept in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that I wasn't interested in what he was saying. It's just that I know exactly what he said because he says it to me every night. Oh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, but also yeah, and it's just like it's just better that it came from me direct to you. You don't have to hear me talking about it, and you know. Yeah, but we—it was funny because in the beginning, Des was like, "I don't get involved with comedians. Let's keep this on the down low. Like, I have a, I have a secret family in Ireland. Like, don't talk <laughs> about it." And I was like, "Okay, uh, whatever. Okay, fine." But um, no, you we know, both but, have huge mouths. No, but in fairness, I I've never been public about any of this shit. But you went you went sort of semi public pretty quick in that you gave a play by play of one of our sexual experiences on Call Her Daddy, and to be honest, I got a I got a I kind of got a kick out of it. And you were already you were already sort of being public. The Giggly Squad figured me out. So then I was like, "Fuck it, in for a penny, in for a pound." What plus, number plus, that, to, Hannah? plus <laughs> I told you, I told you, you, you already listened to it. But uh, the Irish Times well, tomorrow. Des, watch. <laughs> I got on this. Death Bishop the Beast. <laughs> There's the beeps, I, the bishop. The shower beast. I got him in my... I, I told him that I got on this like fairly big American female-oriented podcast, and I was so excited, and he like had no reaction when I was like, oh, I'm going to be a guest on this big podcast. And I was like, think Joe Rogan, but like annoying white girls. And he was like, nothing. And I'm I like, just Shit. never heard of it. I had never heard of it, but it's actually number one all over the world, but I only know that now. But I do. I don't say his name, and I just said like a graphic sexual experience we had with a forty-four-year-old, and then, <laughs> then he loved it. <laughs> well, because no, because because Alex Cooper says to her, "Was it one of the best sex? Is it some of the best sex you've ever had?" And she's like, "Well, I don't like saying this because it gives him power, but yes, power." Oh, you feel good about yourself now? Yeah, Are you big dicking, Steve? So. I'm not big dicking Steve. I'm just I'm just saying it. I loved it. You're just I slapping fucking, me in the face with it. I I I, <laughs> I I just saying I got a kick out of it. I got I actually got a kick out of it. Not to mention that I've always been super private and like 
you know, I, I'm not. I'm. We're not talking about all these successful relationships. Why do you think you've been private in the past? Well, it doesn't what matter. Have you been well, hiding. Uh, well, ex- what are you hiding? Well, what are you who knows? Hiding? What are you hiding? Who, well, here's the point. I'm what not, are you hiding? I'm not hiding anything now. That's the whole point. What were you? No, who knows, Hannah? It's not for now. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. No, people I guess, love saying that. I, in England. No, it no. is what it is. I think. I think. <laughs> I think the truth is that there's there's there is inherent dangers in being public about your personal life in a situation where it, it can it can be taken it can be taken out of context and and put into a place where you know so you lose control so i guess that sense of 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 being uh losing control is never my my favorite thing but then at the same time i kind of thought well let's just let's just roll with it and see what happens because i've never had yeah. the experience plus you're a public I think- you're a public person so and you like talking about it like even all the I time think also you can't control love I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Indeed, you can't. Not that it's. <laughs> I need a tissue here. <laughs> are, are the Giggly Squad coming to the wedding? That's all I want to know. <laughs> yeah, they're going to bombard it. No, it's just going to be an Insta Live. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do an Insta Live. And Paige, Paige can be our uh, the the celebrant. Yeah. Paige, Paige will be the celebrant. We'll, and we'll Steve get... can meet us in bed after. I'll be the priest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Hannah. I'm just, I mean, I'm talking foursome. With oh, 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 you can't uh, set him up with Paige. He's, he's no, got, he's, with his he's, girlfriend, you sicko. Oh, right. Oh, oh, oh no, yeah. you say, oh, right. Oh, you want, okay. I none just of feel a, like none our of new... Th- my girlfriend there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? I think our new sexual energy of excitement and their old, mature sexual energy together could create real sparks. Yeah, you know, we could just like egg each other on, be like, come on, you know, you got more in you. You're, you're doing a great job, Jace. <laughs> put on your readers, put on your readers. <laughs> um, Steve, would you smack Dez's ass? Oh, my God. Hannah, I knew, you'd go, I knew you'd go too far. Don't fucking embarrass me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God, I say, I say, it's amazing that our listeners have been going up every week because there must be the amount of vomiting that has gone on the last few weeks on this podcast. Like, yep. so, uh, <laughs> so Hannah, you, you have been asking me, uh, you know, questions about like Irish slang and stuff that you're noticing in Love Island. So do you happen to have uh, any questions off the bat that you want to ask us and we can let us know or just general questions about Irish society in case it works out between us and you end up spending time in Ireland? You know, you have to be I see, I see her scanning notes here. <laughs> I actually should. I'm like, shit, I should have written this down. Oh, no, you don't. Need- <laughs> no, well, joking. I've been watching Love Island and it's been very interesting, like how 
the British or the Irish court each other. I find them very polite. The Irish are a little less polite because they drop the f bomb a lot. Especially oh, the f bomb is that is that a biggie? Right, I didn't realize that. Well, you know, but you got to understand that Mora is Mora is quite the feisty one. So she mm. she she's not the the stereotypical uh, Irish quarter. However, Irish depends girls, where you came from. <laughs> Irish girls are definitely their go to flirt position is the neg. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're a fucking idiot with the big hair on you. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Let's oh, have like, sex. I'd say, I'd, say you fucking, I'd say you fucking love yourself. I'd say you Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was you. I'll never forget that being told that when I was 14. Look at your man. I'd say he loves himself. I'm like, I'm just standing here. I haven't even done <laughs> Oh, so they like, they make fun of guys being cocky? Just, no, that's just like one example of any number yeah. of, yeah. of negs, you know, like, so the neg, the neg is the go-to Irish uh, female flirtation position, which Hannah, I think you're a fan of. I think negging is an art form that oh, all wow. women, all women should become fluent in because if you can say anything you want to men, if you say it in like a kind of flirty voice, like I could be like, I hate your face. And a guy's oh. like, oh, I'm sweating here. Oh, <laughs> Hannah, don't fucking turn Steve on. What I fucking tell you, what I tell you. This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, the neg also it adds some mystery in that, like you're clearly giving them attention, but they mm. can't fully understand what kind of attention it is. And men can't process things very fast. Men can't. They don't know Whoa. what hints are. Whoa! Whoa! What? Whoa! What? Jesus! You're not you're, <laughs> Hannah. Yes, you're not on pig. You're not on one of these fucking girl on girl fucking podcast yeah. <laughs> you actually you get pushback you get pushback from men on this podcast i like that <laughs> i like the combined whoa, whoa. <laughs> men i can hear irish women listening to this guy who the fuck does she think she is talking to our lads like that <laughs> you're not on fucking or they're like finally someone's telling these men what's up <laughs> You're not on you're fucking. Not sure you're not. You're not on call or daddy now, don't, bitch. You're don't getting pushed back. Don't point to me. Don't point to me with that finger. But I will cut that finger off. I swear oh, to God. Well, oh. you don't want to do that since you're such a fan of it. Other times. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> Woo! Don't cut Ladies off your nose. Don't cut off to the show. Don't Honey, cut off your I nose. Could, I could find things that'll be better than your finger to oh, use. So that's right. Oh, dear My curved God. penis. Literally, like we're not going to talk about our stuff like we're going to talk <laughs> general the second i come in he goes okay let's talk about my dick and how yeah, good it is well hannah what happened was what happened was you got a little cocky about your fucking female power over men so you know we had to fucking we had to throw the front back but anyway i'm sorry hannah i'm sorry that i interrupted you continue to talk about the neg because i actually i totally agree with you but it, it is under the it's under the assumption that you're you're dealing with a guy that's not aware of the neg. But also, it's okay if the guy's aware of the neg because the point of the neg is to let him play with it. As in, like, if I kind of poke fun at you and you just uh-huh. kind of back off, I'm like, oh, we're not we're not cracking on as they you got to see no what it's made of Hannah, Hannah. You're not having the crack. We're not having a crack. The the crack. <laughs> we don't. We're not. We're not having the crack. But. <laughs> Oh, she like, said that in an Irish accent, kind of. I can't believe you've been through lessons for this podcast. That's brilliant. Having the crack, having the crack for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a running gag because she can't get the grammar of crack correct. Mm. I'm the spelling. Yeah, because like, is it a verb? Is it a noun? It's an adjective. <laughs> it's a noun. Yeah. Well, the crack. We, yeah, I thought it was 
No, but anyway, so- sorry. Yeah, so I get that. So you're saying like if he, if he if he pushes back, that's like a sign that you guys are compatible. Exactly. Yeah, you, you got to be able to give each other a shit. But also, some girls, I feel like if you don't have it naturally in you to like poke fun, don't force it because then it could be super awkward and you just seem mean. That's why I say it in a nice voice and add a little giggle and like don't go for his family when you do it. Like wait for later to go for the family. Start <laughs> yeah. with like external things what would be like example of someone that says with the family (laughs) exactly like what's you're stupid like your father (laughs) (laughs) do you want to tell steve uh, our first date oh the the, car minutes in oh they know about it well no i mean i told them about the pizza place the pizza place has already been registered no my des was had the most insane like first impression when I got in the car with him, I was like, oh, I just got like in a fight with my dad because like he had a t- he was playing golf and he was supposed to drop me off to see you. And like he was being such a dick about it. And like my mom was taking a side and Des looks at me within two minutes and goes, at least your parents are alive. Oh, he fucking <laughs> loves that one. Jesus Christ. Fuck me. I was, I'm rarely speechless. And I was like. <laughs> I don't know where to go. <laughs> I was, I was, I was with him the night before he had to fucking fly home for his poor mom. And like anything, anything he says, like, yeah, your mom's not dying, Steve. And like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there in the car going, well, let's get Subway. Okay. Des, if you want, honestly. <laughs> well, if you wouldn't, if you weren't laughing, you'd be crying. Honestly, the minute you started complaining about your dad straight away, like when you're 44 and you have gray hair and somebody starts complaining about their dad in the first two minutes, you think I got this bitch. <laughs> 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 like, she's mine <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but then i joke with des i'm like when you meet people just like don't bring up the dead parents for at least like 30 minutes if you can please it just some people don't handle it as well as me i so warn i warn hannah not to mistake ireland with the uk and she warns me every time we're in a social situation don't do a joke about your dead mom <laughs> that's such a that's, that's just such an unusual social warning that you have to give now don't bring up your dead parents please <laughs> that's oh uh, my god but do you guys how do you feel when a girl comes up to you and you're like in your own head like oh i hope she likes me whatever and the first thing she does is kind of dig at you a little I, at least I, it gives me something to do then i i think it's better for me personally because i'm like oh who now you can it's like getting heckled at a gig do you know what i mean like, at least you know, you've got something to react to. You've got something to work with. You're you know in the I mean? game. In the game. Exactly. I can. She threw me the ball. Yeah, I can hit it back. Do you know what I mean? No problem. Big deal. But I don't think everybody's like that. I wonder if like the younger kind of more. What's Gen Z? Is it, you know, they're more kind of delicate if they could handle that. You know, they're just if you give them shit back, they'd be like, oh, my goodness. OK, sorry. You know, they just be very sensitive about it all. I don't know. But my oh, girlfriend, yeah. my girlfriend, like. Didn't doesn't even remember me from day to day. Didn't remember my face, so it was perfect. You know, <laughs> she oh, was just yeah. like hardcore, like yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy, whatever. <laughs> I would just Which, like randomly forget your name just to mess yeah, with you. Yeah, that's a good like, one. Three that's a good, very good. Three three months in, that's too. If you that's do that, then this, he just goes. I've been inside you by dead. then. That's too long. That's too long. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right. There are boundaries. Like, don't call different guys' names during sex. You might think it's funny. He doesn't. 
No, mm. yeah, that's just silly. No, but like in terms of the neg, it really depends. Like there's good negging and there's bad negging. There's a type of negging that just puts you off like straight away where you're just yeah. like, yes. what a dick. And then there's like the playful negging where like you can have a bit of comeback. It really depends. And then there's just the obvious negging where it's almost like annoying where you're like, uh, I kind of like, I, I know what you're doing there. It's kind of like, it's not great. Sometimes yeah. I feel like it is better sometimes for the girl to neg. Cause yeah, I've had guys come up and it just seems insecure of them. If they're like, come like, I'll be playing beer pong. People play beer pong in Ireland. Yeah, well, we we kind of invented like you know, and someone's like, "Wow, you're not good," and, and they don't understand that I'm very sensitive about my athletic abilities. And suddenly, I'm just turned off. I'm like, "Fuck that, dude! I want someone to support me." Yeah, yeah I can exactly. ace if I want to. <laughs> Tennis lols, see that? <laughs> I, no, but honestly, Hannah, Hannah, the, the thing about you, which is which is very much like Irish people, is that the ability to have the crack and have the banter with somebody is super important to you. So obviously like negging works for you because it's a very easy way to find out if, if, if that's going on. If there's a sense of humor, but I, I did realize from watching love Island that I feel like, um, people from the UK, people from Ireland, separate people, different, very different, very, different. very good, very different, but they really appreciate the art of conversation where in America, you'll be like, oh, that guy is, I've good chemistry with him. But I love that, like, the UK and, and Ireland cares about conversation and the banter. But um, as I was listening, I learned a lot of different words, and I don't know if they're Irish or, like, Yeah, British. hit us. Hit us. We'll let you know. But I, I texted Des the other day, and I go, why? What's the difference between shit and shite? <laughs> I, I mean steve i don't know my answer was that shite is just basically like first of all i feel like shite came from ireland but i i, I don't know if that's the case but shite yeah, is basically the way to say shit without saying shit the same way as irish people say feck yes it's, if, a, it's a it's a kind of uh like a, a less harsh version of saying that i couldn't give a shite do you know what i mean whereas like if i couldn't give a shit you're fucking angry but if you i couldn't give a shite it's a bit less maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's, Stuff yeah, like that. Okay. It's very technical, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why Irish, Irish people also say arse. So they say feck, arse, shite. Th- 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 those are just ways to get around using the, the F word, the S yeah. word, and the A so word. Also, is shift a noun or a verb? It can be both. It can be both, yeah. So you, exactly. can, go, you can go for the shift. Or you can shift someone, or you can be shifting, or I shifted him. So grammatically, it's both. Is it sex? No. Uh, now, in the early days of the shift podcast, we clapped. I, I don't believe. Can it you to be. shift me with your shaft? Uh, no. no I, essentially, shifting with a shaft is an evolution from shift. <laughs> I'd never heard shifting with a shaft. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people would consider that once the shaft is involved, that you've sort of moved beyond shifting. Is basically like making that's riding. That's now riding. Yeah, you're riding. Is shifting shifting snogging? Shifting is snogging. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so it's a it's a make out. You're making out. Sorry, shifting is making out. Yeah, hooking up. Shifting is making out, and then but isn't hooking up also like? Oh, hooking up can also be banging. Yeah. Do you guys say brilliant? Yeah, Irish people say brilliant. Yeah, fucking brilliant. How was it last night? Ah, fucking brilliant. Brilliant crack. Brilliant. How was what last night? What? What'd you do last night? No, I'm giving you an example of fucking general sayings. I didn't do anything last night other than talk to you for oh, hours. She took that serious. <laughs> 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 this is Kevin's example. Like you'd say last night was brilliant. What the fuck were you doing last night? 
I was talking to you. I was talking to you for two hours. <laughs> You're oh prepping God. me for this. It's going downhill uh, quick. No, no. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, to be honest, there's not that much of a difference language wise. It's actually, it's, it's pretty similar, but let, let me ask you this, like Steve as well. Do you think, what is the, what is the right way these days when you're like an adult to be like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Don't you feel like that sounds like juvenile? Yes. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going out with somebody over four years now and we have a kid and we're still like, is it, is it, is a boyfriend a girlfriend now? Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about it. She's like, oh. Um, and even I, I remember that like when we like when I, I asked to make the question like is it official kind of a thing she's like she she denies that we ever had that conversation <laughs> so we're just still yeah I, I don't even know because we're not married either and I don't think she wants to be married so it's just like what do you call you can't I can't call her my girlfriend why not you know, we're in our well I do I but like it's still like I'm th- you know She's your she partner. 35 the other day. She's your yeah, then partner's like, uh, she's yeah, your, she's my roommate. She's, she's my actually partner. not my roommate anymore because she fucking snores, so she actually sleeps on the couch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That wasn't my call. To be fair to her, she was like, it's not fair. But anyway, that's another that's another podcast. <laughs> oh, she. so she went into the other room because Aiden was saying that the biggest problem in their relationship is he snores really bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's been... I know he showed us the head brace that he had one day, didn't he? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so she's but got some Steve. no so she's got some no this is this is this is my life right she got a nose ring to stop her from fucking snoring she bought it yesterday she lost it and she spent all of last night looking for the fucking thing keeping me awake going where's the fucking nose ring i'm sure i put it here fucking one o'clock in the morning she's still looking for it it's like oh my god anyway steve so, what if she's all, waiting all, for you sorry des i was just gonna say it's all ahead of us babe go ahead what if she's waiting for you to have like a big romantic gesture of like she goes to work comes back and like you've like rose petals and then you have like you hired some mariachi band and i give up she's not like she's just like she she's not i'm the romantic in this relationship if anyone's romantic and i've i've degraded myself to the point of bad flirting to try get her attention so she like come into the kitchen and i've dropped dishes on the floor she's like why is the floor all wet i like wet like your pussy later on and she's like shut up just clean up the floor (laughs) did you tell i'm hungry and i'll be like i've got something for you she's like no fuck off Oh, so she's already killing the vibes like that, Steve. Oh, she's awful. For, she was talking about Ikea on point of insertion the other night. I'm like, fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Ikea. She got an Ikea budget for her birthday. I don't need to hear about it now. I'm like, really? Anyway. Steve, sorry, you're on, she, Steve, you're on fire today, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so uh, Hannah, uh, we also said we would chat a little bit about sort of uh, the gener- the difference in in uh, generations dating. You, you said you had some questions. So you've recently started dating an older man. Have you had some already initial thoughts on the difference between when you date a Gen X and you date a millennial? Well, I've been very impressed by your ability to work technology. Very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> he made me laugh so hard because I sent him a gif like over text and he was like that's the main difference like your ability to speedily find a gif in a text conversation nice <laughs> yeah, but yeah. i was fascinated last night thinking about how i know steve you're kind of in between us because i'm 29 des is 44 what are you against oh, steve? uh 34 oh, All right. he's young. Oh, a little younger but yeah 
I when I first got a cell phone when I was 14 and I had I've had social media during my entire dating life. Like right. I grew up with like I could see photos of my crush with one like thing oh, go to shit. the internet yeah, yeah, and yeah. see it. But like Des, you grew up where like you had a crush on someone you want to talk to them you had to like call them or like if you want to see them you had to be with them yeah you had to ask it for their number or you had to like you know go back to that lecture to, to see you know go back to that lecture in college and hopefully she was there you know you had to go up yeah you had to go up and talk to them i mean you know we had slow sets and stuff like that so when we were younger it wasn't as tough as you think in the sense that like there were these times but there wasn't as much well, there was no texting so there was only calling most of the time like particularly when you're in, when you're a teenager you're calling people like in their house you know so you have to like ask their dad like you know is hannah there you know Not the worst and like it, with your description of your dad i haven't met him but it'd probably be like who's this you know like it's it's des you'd be like which guy is that there's like five guys calling whoa right you fucking <laughs> asshole you know so you had to deal with you had to do and then like you couldn't you know you couldn't like talk dirty unless like everybody had gone to bed and stuff so there was a lot of a lot of differences like that but obviously the main difference was you actually had to talk to people and and you had to deal with more like face-to-face rejection like you really had to like you had to jump into the abyss of like do you want to dance with me or you're a little bit old like do you want to meet up you know but a lot of times like irish people especially they would be there wasn't a lot of just going up and asking. It would be mostly like, hopefully I'll see her out. And then when you're out and you're a bit drunk, then you like try to get the shift, you know? Do you feel like once you got sober, dating got harder or easier? Well, I was actually going out with somebody when I got I got sober. I mean, I, she means nothing to me, but I was going out with somebody when I got <laughs> sober. He's like, I hate her. Hate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's just one of the many exes of mine that are married with two children. And, uh, so I kind of, I didn't, you know, I, I, all I know is when I think back to that time and I don't think too much in terms of the generational difference, but when I think back to that time, I just think back to how less confident I was, not just with the not drinking. Cause I wasn't a great drinker. It's not like drinking brought me great successes with the ladies either. You know, it only just brought me great successes in like fucking things up in general. So my my only memory of that time, that interim time before I became a comedian, but after I got sober, was that I wasn't that confident, and also that it was just like a lot more effort than it became later on. When you know, because comedy, comedy is actually like just a, a great icebreaker. So you 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 suddenly go from a situation where you have to approach women to just people coming up to you being like, "Great show," and then that's like that's like half the battle done. You know. So All right. I just, that interim period before comedy, uh, I just remember being super unconfident and not too keen to, to hit on people. Wow. I would have never and, thought that about you at all. And in, in, in answer to that question. I was so, well, I don't know if you'd say so, but I was on the dry, as I'd say here, for three years from 18 to 22, I think it was, or three or four years. But... That that became that was tough yet because it, it was before apps and all that stuff. So you did you had to go to the nightclub to chat girls up and all that kind of stuff. But um, the only good advantage was that you had a car to drive them home. <laughs> that was the only good thing about being yeah. Sober you could in those you could days. drive them back. Do you like talking to women after they've seen you perform, or do you sometimes like them meeting you just like not post performance, just you in a different light? Uh, per- personally, for me, uh. Like, I can't. I can't even think if I've ever had anything serious with somebody that just like saw me perform. So no, I prefer. I prefer when I randomly follow them and then I find out they follow me, 
and then I ask them for coffee. That's my that's my optimum. Oh, is that your thing? You just do that with everyone? No, that's no, just, just one girl in the Hamptons. That was one, it. One girl worked one out. <laughs> Steve, how much did he pay you off? <laughs> I mean, I remember when AOL chat rooms started. That was like, I didn't have a computer in Ireland. I didn't have a computer in Ireland, but I'd come back to New York for the summer for like Christmas. And I'd get on my mom's computer, fucking AOL chat rooms and just like, like suddenly having like random like cyber sex with these fucking strangers like it was what a, the fuck Des? it was a long time ago wait do you guys remember chat roulette do you remember chat roulette i, I never got yes, into that I but my, my my cousin did and she was telling me like you know just random guys would be like trying to jerk off with you it is just so a, fucked up i like, do I'd remember like a, yeah. <laughs> you're like a 12 year old girl and you're just like you'd see people and then you just go next and every like 15th one was just like an old dude jerking off <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so knob. bad it's yeah, probably I mean, your dad by the I, sounds I, of it, Hannah. What's that? It's probably Hannah's dad by the sounds of it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm like, Dad, what the fuck? What the fuck? Warn me first. <laughs> dad, I thought you said you were happy this shit didn't exist. <laughs> but I remember AIM, I would be in, I was like in middle school. No, AOL, high school. AOL Instant Messenger for the... Yeah, AOL Instant Messenger. So you're in high school and you like see your crush and then you'd run home and you'd log in and you'd just hope that they message you. And I, wow. I remember once this guy must have gotten my aim. Don't get jealous, Desi. And he <laughs> messaged me. That's so me. patronizing. Fucking hell. <laughs> I was junior year of high school and he goes, hey. And I was like, what's up? And he goes, do you do MJ. And I like messaged my friend on the side. I go, what's MJ? Michael Jordan? Like, what is that? And she was like, marijuana. And I was like, oh. Mm. Oh, And like, I can't smoke weed. I have panic attacks. So I was like, not really. And then he never talked to me again. (laughs) Oh. What a letdown. He wasn't the guy for you. No, No, but I would fuck up because you're talking to like 10 different people as fast as you can. And then a guy would say something and I'd like copy and paste it to my other friend to be like, what do I say? And every now and then you copy and paste it to that person. And then you have to be like, oh my God, my computer broke. And then you have to get out, come back (laughs) in. Done it hundreds of times. Jesus. David O'Doherty, an Irish comedian, has a song sending the text to the person the text was about. I mean, that's yeah. We've yeah, all that's right, we've yeah. all we've all done that, you know. Whenever I sex with Des, every time I press enter, no matter how sure I am, it was sent to him. I have to check like three times that I sent it to him. It's part of the excitement. <laughs> I mean, oh, kinky. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve's just jealous because he can't even have sex without fucking talking about furniture. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like her game, Steve. I feel like she's like she's hard to get. Even though you've already got her. Yeah, and they have a child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's she keeps like, you on your toes. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. She's Latina, you see. So she's got all... She's fucking old school. Do you know what I mean? So she's like... no. She's, Portu- she's, she's Portuguese, Hannah. She's Portuguese. Ooh. She's, not, she's not Irish, yeah. So she, he's dealing with like a whole different level of passion and gameplay there. Yeah. Me and, me and Aiden. <laughs> Two, oh yeah you and Aiden could probably bond over that they, they bond over their Portuguese women yeah. or cry anyway whatever De- I'm half Italian and Des likes to stereotype me oh I, I, I do not like to stereotype you but, <laughs> but but you did you did say at the beginning of this conversation I think negging is fine but don't bring their family into it which is a very it- <laughs> very it- very Italian don't talk just, about my don't family don't talk about the fucking family don't talk about my family but I do think Italians are very passionate like you know, I think the Spanish, however, Italians like eat a lot. So we just get like food comas most of the time and we nap a lot. Mm. The siesta, whatever they call it. 
In yeah, Spain, that's... a siesta, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Hannah, do you feel like you've do you feel like you've learned? Do you feel like you're better equipped for a, for a life with an Irish well Irish American? The Irish get upset even when I call myself Irish. They're very protective over their identity. Well, I love I've always loved Irish Americans, and now I'm I'm delving deeper into the culture, and um, I'm excited for learning more, and I'm fortunate for learning a lot today. Thank you so. That's that a great statement, Hannah. Pre-prepared. That was, that's my PR answer. <laughs> but first of all, can I just say, and I think Steve will agree. Obviously, you can pop on whenever you want. Absolutely. Thank you. But I, 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 I know you're a hot commodity right now, so we we appreciate the time. No, I don't really have much going on, to be honest. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you, yeah, you, I mean, you do. But anyway, uh, thank you very much for 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 stepping in at, at short notice. And uh, it was good. Thank cra- you for making me feel welcome to crack with you. <laughs> it was Give great crack. Look at Des is sweating. Patience <laughs> with this fucking child. <laughs> Have the crack, Hannah. Have the crack. You're so controlling. Exactly. Well, we look forward to we look forward to um, welcoming you to the Emerald Isle, Hannah. Well, we'll see you oh. on the podcast soon. Yes, thank you for making me feel so welcome in this safe so, space so, full of uh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to where toxic masculinity becomes fun. <laughs> we like to create, call this, we like to create call a fun toxic masculine energy for women to a, enjoy. A welcome false to the Dink Swingers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, what, uh, tell, tell everybody, we're going to get you some Irish followers. I know you have plenty of followers, so you don't need us. But at the same time, it'd be nice to get a bit of green up in there. Uh, yes, hell yes. I think if you want to hear more of my voice, listen to Burning in Hell, B-E-R-N-I-N-G. It's a mental health comedy podcast. I talk to people about their demons. Um, and follow me on Instagram, Being Burns, B-E-I-N-G, B-E-R-N-Z. B-E-R-N-Z. For the Irish, just. Zed, Zed, and then um, watch Summer House on Bravo. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the Irish access to Summer House is. At the we, yeah, there's a thing called Peacock right now that might be international. People could watch it. I don't Google it. People have Google in Ireland. Yeah, just don't watch Ooh. season four. Watch season three. Don't watch season four, and uh, listen to Burning in Hell. More importantly, thank you. Thanks, I thanks. So, and by the way, guys, our, to our listeners. If, let's try to get Burning in Hell up up the Irish charts. That'll be like a that'll be like that'd be cool. That'd be a good motivator to get Hannah back on the pod. You know. Yeah. Come on, guys. All right, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Long. You can leave. Me and Steve will wrap it up here. Peace out. I'll call, I'll, I'm actually going to call you in like four minutes. Okay. Okay, With bye. his glasses on. Yep. So there you go, Steve. There we go. Bit that of crack. crack. It was good fun, though. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was a little nerve-wracking. Nice, Des, yeah, as seems- as your as one's mother might say to them, she seems nice. It's nerve it's nerve-wracking at times because, like, you're trying to do the stupid pod, but you're also not like trying not to piss her off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, and and you never know, like, when you've pushed it too far, and everyone can watch that. But anyway, she's listen. I I fucking I'm like head over heels for her. So no th- shit. Th- I there's, know. There's nothing I can do. Like you know. Anyway, she's oh, good. She's fun, God. though, right? She's good fun. Like she, she is. Looked, she's lovely. She was, kinda, she, was, she was hosting for a while. I see the Italian side of it there as well. Yeah, but you guys got on great, which is fantastic. Yep. So good there crack. you go. So anyway, uh, at Hello Steve O Podcast, 
uh, or at Hello Steve on Instagram, Hello, Hello Steve Podcast. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to his Patreon. Thank and, you. Yes. And uh, I'm, doing keep more. Going. I'm doing a new uh, podcast for patrons tonight. It'll be going out tomorrow. I, I do podcasts where I interview the patrons. It's great crack. And then, uh, and then also, uh, thank you so much, everybody, for great reviews on the Apple Podcast. Please keep them coming. We love them. Thank you, yes. Please keep the ratings going. And then also, if you're on Spotify, make sure you take a screenshot, put it up on Instagram. Please spread the word. we got great stuff going on uh, here on the Waffle House. Uh, hopefully, Joanne will be back next week, but you can't say for certain. Uh, if not, we'll have a great guest. And, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. That's it. Thank Peace you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Have a great week. Peace. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.